right, let's get this thing going. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Bed Letter. I'm your host, Christian Ashleman, and this is the podcast where we chat a little bit about human psychology and mental health, social change, cultural trends, and art. So this is the second episode, so if you enjoy what you've heard in the first episode and this episode, um, feel free to follow me on Instagram, at cashleman. You can also head to my website, which is cashleman.com, just C-A-S-H-L-I-M-A-N. Um, lots of times I have what I'm what I got going on on there. Um, I'm also really excited to announce that Bed Letter is now on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher. So iTunes, Spotify are the big ones. Stitcher I actually hadn't heard of before I started doing podcasting, but it's just another platform where they put podcasts, and it's another way for you to listen. Another platform to you for you to listen on. So I've also potentially got some more platforms I want to get it on, such as Google Podcasts or uh, even YouTube I'm, I'm thinking about. Obviously, this show doesn't really have much of a video or visual element to it right now, um, but I, I, it's just another way for people to listen. It's another, it's another avenue. So I'm, I'm thinking about doing that. We'll see. I'm also planning on posting it onto my website soon in the next few days as well, the first and second episodes here. And all of the episodes from that from here on. So soon you'll be able to check that out again on my website. That's cashleman.com. That's C-A-S-H-L-I-M-A-N.com. Same thing for my Instagram, at cashleman. So this week, we are going to get into some interesting news. It has to do with selfies. Our favorite thing to post on the interwebs. So this t- article was is titled Selfie vs. Posey. And it was published in the WSU Insider, which is the Washington State University uh, newspaper that they do for that college. It was published on August 20th, 2019, so not too long ago, a couple weeks ago. And this experiment they conducted there was um, conducted with Instagram users. They, They got hundreds of real Instagram users together. They wanted to determine if certain types of self-image posts cause snap judgments about a person's personality. Um, What they found was that people who post more selfies were often viewed as less likable, less successful, more insecure, and less open to new experiences. And I feel like I should define the difference between a selfie and a posy. So a selfie is obviously, I mean, we all know what a selfie is. It's when you have, you're taking the picture yourself with your own hand, you know, your hand is extended and it kind of disappears behind the camera because you're holding your phone or your camera or whatever. And you, you are taking the picture of yourself, you know, from top down or bottom up, whatever it is, straight on. But uh, yeah, that's the traditional selfie. Whereas um, the inverse of this is a posy where basically you are, you know, in the frame and you're posing for the camera. You're not holding the camera. You have. You're not. Your arm isn't disappearing behind the camera as you hold it, and it it kind of has this view of like somebody else is actually taking the picture of you. So that's that's what a selfie is versus a posy. So to start this off, um, this research was conducted by a guy named Chris Berry. He is a professor of psychology at WSU, Washington State University, and he starts off by saying even when two feeds had similar content, such as depictions of achievement or travel, feelings about the person who posted selfies were negative, and feelings about the person who posted posies were positive. 
He goes on to say that it shows there are certain visual cues independent of context that elicit either a positive or negative response on social media. Independent of context. I think that's hilarious. So basically, <laughs> basically, let's see, next time you're going to take, you know, your next big hit bathroom mirror selfie, all you got to do is just flip the camera, prop it up against your hairspray bottle or something like that, and uh, free that free that selfie hand up. You know, it goes a long way. And then, you know, after you're done with all that, just, you know, step away and uh, consider why you're using the place that you take a shit as your stage to begin with. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, Barry start, started his social media research about five years ago. And at that time, there was, uh, you know, this big belief in pop culture that uh, selfies, people who posted a lot of selfies, that somehow equated to a form of narcissism, right? You're taking lots of pictures of yourself. Obviously, that means that you're narcissistic, right? So he started this research about five years ago, and that belief was a big, you know, pop culture idea, a very popular idea to have. And what he did then, that research was, and obviously this article isn't focusing on that research, so it doesn't go into depth of how he tested that, but it did say that this, that that research he did then was completely inconclusive. He didn't find any kind of correlation between selfies and narcissism, which um, obviously would be a huge, huge relief, I guess, if you're a person who takes selfies. I mean, it makes sense to me. I don't see how those two things would be a guaranteed cor correlation, right? I mean, it's just, it's a, a selfie's a selfie. I don't think it's majorly indicative of like who you are as a human being. Um, but anyway, so he goes on and he completely flips the script on all of us social media scrollers, right? He uh, decides instead of looking at the at the person for what they are, he wanted to see because um, posts themselves might not indicate personality, right? So the posts themselves, what that research found is the posts themselves might not indicate somebody's actual personality, but the posts themselves might affect how viewers perceive that person to be so now we're now we're all getting into perception through viewers instead of how the actual person who's posting the thing is so yeah instead of trying to find out how people's personalities actually were they decided to tackle a much more reasonable goal of discovering how people's personalities might be perceived by others so he flips the script on us and now it's now it's all the viewers fault so anyway, Barry and some WSU psych students, so Washington State University, again, some psych students there, and also some students at University of Southern Mississippi, uh, looked at data from two groups. So the first group was 30 undergrads from a public college in the Southern U.S. Um, these, these undergrads did a questionnaire to start off and agreed to let researchers use 30 of their most recent posts on Instagram. Um, after that, they they sorted these photos, the researchers sorted these photos, these 30 latest photos, based on whether or not they were a selfie, a posy, and what the context of the actual photo was. Whether they're hanging out with friends, with family, whether they're by themselves, whether they're hiking in nature, or, you know, whatever they're doing. So that was the first group, 30 people in a, south, a southern uh, United States college, public college. And they didn't, they didn't say the specific college, but they, they just said Southern United States College. I imagine 
you know, you've got WSU and the University of Southern Mississippi working on this research, and so they probably did a college that was somewhere around, you know, the the University of Southern Mississippi. Um, obviously, it wasn't. I don't think it was the. It was University of Southern Mississippi. I don't think it was. It was that college, but it was one in 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 the area. So the second group was filled with 119 undergrads from another public college in the northwestern United States. So once again, it didn't say the exact college that they pulled these 119 undergrads from, but since WSU is working on it um, in the northwestern United States, I'm guessing it was kind of around there, Washington, Oregon, you know, somewhere up in there. And um, the second group was, was, their goal was to rate the first group on 13 different attributes. So the, the, the second group has 119 undergrads, and they are rating the pictures of the first group, the first group that provided those 30 recent Instagram post photos. And uh, they rated them on 13 different attributes, such as self-absorption, low self-esteem, and success. The article doesn't really flesh out the 13 parameters. It just gives a couple examples, like self-absorption, low self-esteem, and success. I really wish that it had like just named all 13 of them because I find it, I don't know, I think, I think it's interesting and I think the article should you know provide as much information about the research as it possibly can, but it, uh, it didn't, it didn't uh, pick apart those parameters very much, just gave a couple examples. So they're parameters similar to you know self-esteem and, and views of success and stuff like that. So the researchers were looking for visual cues from the first group's photos that were eliciting consistent personality uh, ratings from the second group, right? So the first group is providing the photos, the second group is rating things, and the researchers are looking for consistent ratings on similar photos, right? So what they found is that those who were posting more posies, once again, posies are photos of you where you're not taking the photo yourself. It looks as though somebody's taking it for you, or you know, you have like you can, it could be a tripod type photo, something like that. Um, you're posing, posy, posing. Um, so, what they found is that those who were posting more posies were being viewed as having higher self esteem, they were more adventurous, they were seen as less lonely. They were seen as more outgoing, more dependable, more successful, and my personal favorite, uh, more had more potential for being a good friend. So, uh, you know, I wish that someone would have told me all of this years ago. I mean, all you have to do, all I have to do to get people to like me is prop my phone up against a rock while I pose with some tree in the background. And I can be all of that to other people. I can be less lonely. I can be more outgoing, more dependable, and more successful. So, you know, there, there's your friendship fast track right there. So anyway, it goes on to say that um, something that I think is pretty, pretty hilarious, actually. the rate it, They found that the ratings for physical selfies were particularly negative. And by physical selfie, I mean basically that the selfies that are, you know, your, your traditional gym gym shot in the mirror or you're holding the phone and you're at the gym and you're lifting and you got all your you know yoga pants or your gym shorts on and you're doing all that stuff flexing in the mirror those those selfies were perceived as particularly negative by the the 119 um, undergrad students who were rating the the 
photos, which I thought was pretty funny because I've always thought those kinds of photos are pretty silly, but, uh, you know, everybody likes to post their, their gym selfies. I get it. But I just, I just thought that was pretty funny. But then they also found that, um, those who had a lot of followers, but were also following a lot of people were more often perceived as being highly self-absorbed by the 119, by group two, the 119 undergrads. And I actually, I love this stat. I think it's hilarious because, you know, there's the, there's the traditional tactic in social media, um, in, in trying to get a social media following where you go out and you just follow as many accounts as you can. And obviously when you do that, most people, I mean, not mo- I don't, I don't know the specific statistics about this, but um, the goal there is to you follow people, they'll do you the salt, and they'll follow you back, and then you can either later go in and unfollow them, or just leave it and not care that your feed has like thousands and thousands of people's photos and stuff in it that you don't even know, um, and, and so I can kind of see this tactic because it's like your goal. I mean, aside from business, right? Like if you're a business. A lot of times it makes a little bit of sense, but I don't know. Big businesses, if you look at their social media followings, a lot of times they're not following like thousands upon thousands of people. If it's like a really big business, um, sometimes, or it's like, or if it's like a celebrity, a lot of times they're fo- they're following a very select group of people. And so it's very, it's just interesting to me that they that they included that little stat that highly self absorbed. Um, or that the people that had a lot of followers and were also following a ton of accounts were perceived as highly self-absorbed. Because to me, that kind of makes sense. If you're on Instagram and your uh, your sole goal is for your own content and your own, you know, curating your own um, photo collection on Instagram, whatever it may be, then you know, if you're trying to be become like an influencer or something like that, and you, you don't care whatsoever about what other people are posting then it you know potentially could be like factually you are more self-absorbed in that regard not necessarily negatively or positively or anything like that you are just more absorbed into what your content is and completely disregarding most of the other content because i mean if you're following 10,000 instagram accounts and you have you know 7,000 followers or 15,000 followers you have 10,000 accounts you're following. Your feed is filled with pictures. There's no possible way that you could ever get through all the content that you are following and then, you know, get to the point where you are caught up or whatever Instagram says that you are once you once you hit that point. And so, I mean, yeah, you, you do your scrolling, you see your certain things and whatnot, but, uh, but it, that's that just, I think it's funny and it makes sense to me a little bit. So anyway, moving on. Well, another thing they found in the research is that the higher the age of the second group, the Raiders, the 119 Raiders, um, Raiders, I should say, not Raiders, but Raiders, the higher the age of that group, uh, the more that they rated the first group as being, uh, you know, perceived as having negative views of success, as, as they rated them as being less considerate of others, um, less openness to trying new things, and less likability. And so, and I think that's that's pretty funny as well. And to me, that makes sense because, you know, if the older you are, you're always going to be, you know, talking smack on the younger generation, right? Like the older generations are always always hating on the younger generations, and that's that's just like always going to be a thing. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm guilty of it too. You know, I 
walk around grumble about them kids on tiktok or you know whatever just whatever the new app is whatever the new trend is you know just that kind of thing and so yeah the higher the age of the person who was rating a person from group one's photo the more they were inclined to rate those photos as negative in regards to success consideration of others openness to trying new things and likability so uh anyway moving on so they they also detailed later in the article about how um, specifically no one knew each other in this research. No one, none of these students knew each other. So these were all fresh eyes on these Instagram accounts, which when I first read that, I thought that that might be a stretch. And I did want them to kind of provide a little bit more information as to how they made sure that no one knew anybody. Because to me, it seems very likely that if you're pulling or very unlikely that if you're pulling people from one college, 119 people from one college, and you are not clarifying, like you're saying that none of them know each other, that, that, that seems almost impossible to me. I mean, 119 people in a college, you group them up, someone's going to know someone, right? There's not that many degrees of separation, like someone's going to know someone. But inversely, I can see how that wouldn't really matter if... Um, I could see how that wouldn't really matter if someone from group one knew someone from group one as well. I don't think that that would play a big role so long as the people who were rating the other person's, the other people's photos, as long as they weren't doing it together, as long as they weren't like in the same room rating the photos together, like, you know, showing each other's phones, being like, oh, what do you think of this? You know, oh, that person's whatever. You know, as long as they're not doing it together, as long as they're alone, I don't think that it actually matters if the the people rating the photos know each other or not. I think the most important thing is that the people who are rating the photos don't know anybody whose photos they are rating, right? That's the important thing. Because if you have more details about the individual that you're that you're putting scores out about, you're going to be more biased. You're going to be more inclined to say, well, I know this person. I know they're not self-absorbed or I know they are, you know, whatever, vice versa. So... Um, so yeah, they didn't, they didn't clarify that too much. They kind of just said, oh, nobody in the study knew each other. And so, um, I would have liked a little bit more clarification there, but I, but I think it's in the end of the day, it's not too big a deal. And I can't imagine that they rated them together. That would be awful for this study. This study would have very little validity if that's what they did. But anyway, so the results and theory explanations, right? So what they kind of found here is that, um, posies might be viewed as more positive or more um, accepting or interesting because of the natural look of the photo, right? Like it's kind of taken from a perspective shot. It's kind of taken from a from a point of view where you as a viewer almost could see yourself like you're in that situation viewing that other person. So it's, it kind of like helps you relate yourself into the photo a little better and kind of gives you those visual cues. And so they're thinking that that's kind of one of the reasons why this might make sense. Um, and to me, I guess that kind of that, that makes sense as well because for a selfie, if you put yourself in the photo and the you know the hands coming up and disappearing behind the camera, it's like it's like someone grabbing your head and leaning in for a kiss or something weird. Like it's it's hard it's hard to like put yourself in the photo of a selfie. Whereas a posy is like you're you're there, you're in the scene, you're you're viewing this person from your perspective. Um, and then they also found that in this, uh, in, in the photos that they gathered, 
that selfies were posted far less frequently than posies. So I can see how that would be. I mean, nowadays you look on, on Instagram, you're looking out, you know, you've seen all this influencer garbage and all this other stuff. And there are way more posies nowadays than there are selfies, right? I don't even see very many selfies anymore. Most people either prop their phone up against something to take the picture or have somebody else take the picture or, you know, set the timer on their camera, whatever it is. Um, because, yeah, I mean, nowadays selfies, I, I do feel like they're kind of seen as a little, maybe not, maybe kind of a little strange or a little weird, which the, which the article did say, um, it did mention how some selfies that were uh, posted would sometimes even be seen as strange to the people who are rating those photos which at first when I read that I was like seen as strange what is that all about but you know of course and then I thought about how like dads take selfies and it all made sense so um but yeah so the the motive to posting can vary widely right like people's motive to posting posies versus selfies varies varies very widely that isn't something that we have like something that this article and this research has discovered new, it uh, it's all about perception, right? And what they found is that the motive for this posting always can vary for all kinds of different things, business, self-expression, exposure, that kind of stuff. But the perception of these types of photos very rarely changes and varies. It uh, it Most often the perceptions are seen as very consistent, very very similar where like a selfie versus a posy which i thought that was interesting regardless of context regardless of what the context is regardless of where you're standing what you're doing whether the background is a beautiful nature scene or a giant you know garbage dump none of that none of the context is not what's at debate here it's all about whether the person's holding the camera or whether the person is just in the frame posing so that that is interesting to me is if they had like photos of people standing in front of like you know grimy nasty stuff but they were just posing they weren't taking a selfie versus people who were like in nature taking a selfie and then deciding which one or having people decide which one like looks better or which one elicits a certain feeling about this person's personality or you know whatever i think that would be interesting uh, I mean, one thing that they did that I thought was a little weird is that they have everybody who's doing the rating coming from one college and everybody who's doing the posting coming from another college, right? So their their sample size, I feel like is, it's all right, but it, it could be better. I feel like they could have taken photos from all over the United States, people who are in vastly different scenes, who are in vastly different uh, you know, you have people who are living in a city and all those kinds of photos, and you have people who are living out in the out in the country and people who are doing all those things. I think it would be interesting if they if they included it like that and just kind of widened the the type of content that they were showing instead of just doing well. These are all college kids at this specific college, and then you know to go off of that, the people who are doing all of the the scoring and the coding and the rating they are all coming from one specific college. And while, yes, colleges are very diverse places most of the time, um, you're, not, you're still getting a, a, certain, a certain type of, you know, a demographic of people who are all in the same place, who might 
all have similar types of beliefs. I mean, you, you are, it's also, you're also only touching on college students, right? Like what about, what about young people who are in high school? What, how do they perceive these things? How do different older generations of people perceive these things instead of just like the two generations of people who are, who are in school right now. And so I think it would have been good if they, um, especially for them to widen their pool of who was rating the photos to a bigger scale um, of people all over the world or the United States instead of just uh, just at this college. But obviously for reasons of um, financial backing and, and stuff like that for research, you can't you can't go too crazy because things get very expensive very quickly. So I guess that does it does make sense, but I do think that having that kind of um, diversity in their in their pool of um, of people who are rating would be would be good for the research. So um, I love on the, on the article, it was really funny. There's the guy, there's Chris Berry has like his, his picture is featured on the article and it's him holding two phones and it's, it's like giving the example of what a selfie is versus a posy. And I thought it was really funny because he has his, on, on one phone, it has him where he's taken a selfie of himself and a selfie of himself. No, that's what a selfie is. Um, he has a picture of him and then he has a picture that somebody took of him posing. So it's a, his posy. And it's hilarious because the, the selfie photo he took of himself is like all dark and he's like not even smiling and it's just this rough picture. And then the posy one, the light is all bright and he's like standing there smiling all straight backed and, you know, looking good. And I, I just thought it was hilarious. It was like blatant, just bias right there in the right there in the in the photo kind of like the before and after weight loss photo or something where like the before is just like they're hunched over and trying to look awful to some extent and then the after is like they're sucking in their gut a little bit and standing up and smiling and looking all bright and happy where it's kind of like well you know this i don't know it just the the photo is in my opinion kind of not the greatest representation of unbiased research but the research does comes out and, and says better things than what that photo is providing. But I just thought that was a funny little little caveat that was in the uh, in the research article. And you know, I think that I think with this research, I think it's important to remember that this is all about perception and not not about fact about the posters. This is all about how people are viewing other people, which nine times out of ten is not the way that that person actually is like how they actually exist like how they are as a person um and i think that that's an important fact i think it's easy to kind of get lost in the fact that like oh these people are being seen as highly successful highly adventurous you know more open to experience and and more likely to be your your best buddy or whatever but those are just things i mean the key words there is they're more seen to be right they're more perceived as not they are because they're we're not they're not testing the people for what they actually are. That's what his research tried to do with that narcissism stuff, and it didn't pan out very well. So yes, it's important to remember that perception that this is perception and not fact. And uh, it's also I think it's really easy to make these snap judgments. I find myself doing it. I think I think you know if you're listening to this, you've probably done it one time or another. It's really easy to go through here and and go scroll down through social media and just make snap judgments. And I don't think that that makes I don't think that's necessarily like an evil or bad thing to make judgments. It's kind of just a human thing. But I think that it's the important thing is what you do with it after, like how you internalize it. I think what's vital is is you being able to separate those judgments from 
real life interactions with those people, right? And so, because I mean, what you what you see is very rarely what you get when it comes to people. What you first see, what your first interaction and and view of someone is, it's very rarely what that person is, what that person's about, right? Like it's 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 very rarely what that person is, and so. Um, I mean, you're, you're really just, when you're on social media, you're just getting the front cover of someone's like book, right? And, and we all know that judging, judging a book by its cover is a, you know, bad way to do things. And so, um, you know, I think it's important to, to be aware of all this stuff when we're scrolling as we do. And, uh, I like this, I like this research because it, it develops the reality of something we spend a lot of time on in our culture, which is social media, scrolling through, through all kinds of stuff. And it's adding more information and equipping us so we're better prepared as we go into our our media consumption. I mean, it has effects on the scientific community, obviously. It has effects on online social interactions, on our media sharing and, and connection culture. It has effects on all these things. So being aware of this research is, is definitely a, a positive and helpful thing. Um, and I don't think that this research should be viewed as one-sided, right? Like as, I don't think it should be viewed as, well, people should just post selfies all the time and not post, sel- uh, or post posies all the time and not post selfies because people view them as, as X, right? Like from a business standpoint, maybe like if you're trying to run a business and have advertisements and stuff on your feed, then, then yeah, it's good to know. It's good to say, well, yeah, we're going to do posies and not selfies, but I, I don't think the research is just one-sided. I think that instead it should primarily be seen as well it's incredible that our minds are able to make such harsh snap judgments and and how can we how can we better ourselves how can we improve on our own um instant like views of people how can we improve those views for not only to make ourselves or to make other people or to be more accepting of other people but to make ourselves as uh happier and more um, you know, less depressed when we're scrolling through all of these these feeds of people living their best lives and all this crap. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it's definitely two sided. It's not just well, more posies, not selfies. It's I think it's a good look inside of ourselves as to how we perceive the media that we're consuming. But uh, anyway, guys, I think that's where I'm going to wrap up this episode. Um, with the selfies and posies. Uh, if you enjoyed listening, be sure to follow the podcast on whatever platform you're on, whether it's uh, Spotify, iTunes, or whatever it is. Um, again, I'm super excited to have it on Spotify and iTunes and Stitcher so far. Like I said, hopefully I'm going to be getting on a couple more platforms, but those are those are some of the main ones. And um, I'll definitely be posting it. The podcast's up on my website soon. That's um, cashleman.com. Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram at C Ashleman, and uh, for I've got some photography that I like to do on there, and some other updates as, as to what I've got going on, and hopefully no selfies because you know my self esteem and personal view of my own success just just couldn't handle that. I just could not handle that. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so thank you so much for tuning in. It really does mean the world to me. It means a lot. I really appreciate it. Always double check. Always, always double check that your stove is turned off when you're done cooking because, you know, fires are bad for your house. They really are. And, uh, you know, you guys have an awesome week, and I will see you next time on Bed Letter. Bed Letter.